0: thoughts independent life this is chad benson
1: biden's gone to mexico talk about all kinds of stuff we're gonna talk a bit about that it's a big deal stopped by el paso yesterday what did he see but let's start somewhere else first and foremost we have a speaker of the house Eh, nobody cares. The Honorable Kevin McCarthy of the state of California, having received
2: a majority of the votes cast, is duly elected Speaker of the House of Representatives.
3: That was easy, huh? I never thought we'd get up here. Yeah, fifth
1: longest battle to place a speaker in position. McCarthy's going to lead it now it's two years and, and I've been talking about this you know look the, the 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 group that wanted to slow him down and stop him right you know the and I love how they say honorable really God but the, the group that wanted to slow him down they've got their own agenda and they're doing their own thing and some of the stuff they brought up was uh, very candid right but they have weakened that position and here's the thing you need strength in that position. You may not like who that person is, and let's be real, Kevin McCarthy is a politician. He's, you know, he's a bit slimy, he's a chameleon, what do you need him to be? He'll be it uh, at that moment in time, and it will be something else tomorrow. He's got political gender dysphoria. (laughs) Whatever you need him to be, he can be. His pronouns are, whatever it is, I can be it. That being said, he is now the Speaker of the House. Now we move forward.
3: Yay. And now the hard work begins. What we do here today, next week, next month, next year, will set the tone for everything that follows.
1: And that's something I've been saying. You know, at the end of the day, you are going to be the, the, the guy. The gal, whatever that will set the tone, in particular for a group of people that feel a little bit rudderless. Your guy, that's kind of the guy, which is Trump, who apparently behind the scenes got on the phone with Getz and and them, and basically said, "Yeah, the guy's got to get this done." So uh, he only got two hundred sixteen votes. Now he needed two eighteen. That's if everybody voted. Several of quote unquote the 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 right side if you will, of the Freedom Caucus slash whatever, they voted present, meaning they took themselves out of the vote. So he didn't need the 218 to get where he needed to go. And they got it done. Now the question is, okay, now that you are there, what is it you're actually going to do? Because the reality is you've been handed this opportunity to lead. How are you going to
3: do that? Let me be very clear. Okay. We will use the power of the purse and the power of the subpoena to get the job done
1: Okay, but I'd like to know what job that you're going to get done
3: We will hold the swamp accountable. Okay from the withdrawal of Afghanistan To the origins of COVID and to the weaponization of the FBI all right, the weaponization of
1: the FBI, I mean, that's a great talking point. The origins of COVID, I got zero problems with that. The, the investigating and or potential impeachment of Mayorkas, I got zero problems with that. The looking into how big tech and the powers that be inside of the federal government have influenced big tech to silence people. I got no problems with. Okay? But what about the American people? That's what I know. What are you going to do for the American people that is going to push things forward? That's a very fair question. I'd like to know. What are you going to do that's going to help in other ways for the American people? Not just investigating stuff. Right? The Biden crime family. I know that. They said, look, we're not going to investigate Hunter. We're going to investigate Joe. All right, uh, But what about the rest of the stuff? What about immigration? How are you going to try to get something done on immigration that's real? Immigration is an issue. You know it. I know it. We all know it. What are you going to do to get some stuff done? Besides going after Mayorkas, there needs to be serious conversations.
4: Majorcus, speaking of him, Let me be clear. Title 42 or not, the border is not open. We will continue to fully enforce our immigration laws in a safe, orderly and humane manner.
1: That was him last week. Biden at the border about uh, three ish hours at the border. Did anything come of it? Probably not anything exciting or spectacular. He heads off today to, you know, he's going to be meeting with leaders in Mexico. Here's the thing. It's very interesting. And we're going to get a little bit deeper into it and some of the other stuff. But Biden is meeting today with the leaders in Mexico. And this is uh, Peter Zahan. He is a uh, geopolitical professor who studies all this stuff. Interesting enough, talking about the relationship between Biden and Trump and the current president.
5: Trump and AMLO got along great because Trump really never asked anything of AMLO. He said, like, as long as you take steps to limit Central American immigration into the United States, I'm going to be hands off on everything else. And so relations were pretty warm. Biden comes in and takes a much more traditional American approach. So it's about immigration, it's about drugs, it's about rule of law, it's about investment. And AMLO is like a really really angry Trump and he sees this all as unnecessary challenges to him personally. So the relationship between Trump and I'm sorry, between Biden and AMLO is really poor.
1: Yeah, and that's not good. Now, he's only got about a year and a half left, and he's gone because they have a a, a a term limit when it comes to president. You get a term. That's it. But it's interesting to know that, you know, Trump's like, look, we want to stop immigration. And AML is, is a hot mess. If you don't know anything about it, we're going to get deeper into it. But let's just say this. His thought process in battling the cartels was hugs, not drugs kind of thing. We're not going to stop it. America wants to consume it. Let's just let them do their thing. But it's gone south now because there's another group of people out there that are really going hog wild in their evil. And we'll talk about that in a little bit because I think it's important to talk about the drug issue when it comes to immigration. Mexico's important, beyond important. China's in serious trouble. In serious trouble. Many geopolitical uh, professors, not just here, but globally think China has a decade left before they implode. They're too dependent on everybody else still. They've lied about too many things when it comes to how close they're getting in in a position to be, you know, self-sufficient. So that's supposed to scare everybody. But the reality is China is in a lot of trouble. In a serious, serious bit of trouble over the next decade. And why it matters is because our partner next door could be that and then some that what China was, which would be huge. So we need a great relationship. But we've got a nightmare on the border. And there's no way you can pretend it's not a nightmare. The visit was quick, it was simple. It was very sterile. There was nothing about this thing that really said, oh, my God, look what he's done. He didn't, I mean, he didn't even visit any of the shelters, any of the things. And we've said this. If you're going to go to the border, you got to go to the border. Yes, you can go walk on the wall, you know, along the wall, which is what he did. You know, he's got a couple Border Patrol agents. I spoke to two of them yesterday. Uh... They are confused at times by what's going on. But one of the other big things they said is, is you know, it's, it's, it's not just a lack of resources. It's the lack of confidence they have that not just Biden, but any administration and Congress will get anything done in a real way. Imagine every day you go to work and the rules seem to change. So he came at a time when it was very quiet. Right. Normally, January is somewhat quiet. They're still getting seven to eight hundred a day. It's not twenty five hundred like it was, but he didn't go visit anybody. He didn't go see anybody. He didn't do any of the things he needs to do to really get an understanding of not just what a nightmare it is, but also what a humanitarian process that the I mean humanitarian crisis this is to these people. Oh, yeah. Never thought of that.
3: Yeah, didn't people that came were hoping that title 42 was going to be rescinded as it was planned originally but it, it didn't happen so you have all all these folks here now that don't know what to do or, and uh, so it's a real it's a real drastic situation for them They're on the streets mainly
1: yeah and if you see some of the places they cleaned a lot of places out made it look good and a lot of other places were just ignored. He said, well, I didn't have time to go see anybody because there wasn't anybody in, like, the holding facilities, the areas. That's wrong. They're saying today there was a thousand people in there. Chose not to see them. It was what you thought it would be. Very sterile, very quick. Abbott gave him a letter. They spoke for a minute. Off he went. The letter basically said we need more uh, extension of Title 42. Uh, And there's been a battle in the Biden administration with his own administration saying we need... To implement some of what Trump did, but we need to change the languaging. But the reality is that stuff worked. This isn't. I don't know. What I do know is nothing is going to change anytime soon. And with the way that it's, you know, he the the, the audacity to blame the Republicans. Well, now that he I'm here, the Republicans can see you. You want nothing to do with this. And the Republicans, you haven't been good. At, you've had opportunities to fix this in the past, but. You, Biden, have been the worst of all of this, and you invited them, and they feel like they have, and you're letting them down, and you're letting America down. So it's time to figure this thing out. With the new speaker, will you be able to do it? Not with that kind of slim majority, and not to not, nothing that's going to make anybody else happy, because they're all going to want a little something. Frustrating indeed. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chat Benson Show, it's your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the other things. A lot of stuff to get to Brazil. Nightmare there. Kind of uh, even a worse position. You know, we talk about January sixth and last week. The, you know, the somber tone of all the Democrats going out there to hold a press conference. And but the reality is, is what's taking place in Brazil is crazy. Also, nightmare weather on the West Coast, about to get worse. A lot of other things to get to as well. 323 3, 23 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the other things. Omaha Steaks, baby. Oh, my Lord. Love Omaha Steaks. We went through our steaks so fast. We had nothing left. The fillets, delicious. The incredible, amazing, Burgers, you know I love. The hot dogs, my daughter's favorite. You name it, they have it. And opportunities, big time, to save with Oman Steaks. Just because the holidays hit by doesn't mean you still can't make memories and barbecue. And why shouldn't you? It is awesome. It is incredible. This weekend, it was amazing. We had one filet and a burger left. And so we went to town. Big time. Uh, with that, and the way we were able to do it is uh, because uh, we barbecued because the weather was gorgeous. We just fixed our jacuzzi, and I told her, what do we have? Pulled out. We had one filet, one burger left. We had a little filet burger going on. Memories, kids, memories. Right now, Omaha Steaks wants to do something. For you. 100% money-back guarantee, all unconditional. Air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra-juicy burgers, even easy-to-prepare comfort meals in a flash filets, burgers, you name it, right now. Are you ready for it? Get a gift that's going to keep on giving and be unforgettable. Order with complete confidence right now, knowing you are ordering the best. Go to omahasteaks.com, say 50% site-wide, use promo code Benson. That's promo code Benson. When you do, you're going to get an extra 40% off on top of that. Minimum order may be required. omahasteaks.com, promo code Benson. omahasteaks.com, promo code Benson. Chad Benson Show.
0: No need to socially distance while listening to your Chad Benson Show podcast. Four out of five experts say so.
6: I'm a scientist! There is no corona!
0: But hurry, before they change their mind. You know they will. Chad's podcast found on iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, and wherever you find your favorite COVID-free podcasts.
4: Oh my gosh. (gasps) I kind of like it, I'm not going to
0: lie. This is the Chad Benson
2: Show. This storm really just insult to injury after what has been seemingly days of unrelenting wind and rain across california and because of all that rivers and streams across the state already saturated it is not going to take much to push those rivers up and over their banks over the next a uh, few hours and days
1: yeah it is going to get ugly for the next couple days uh If it isn't already bad in California, the worst is not behind them. We've been at this how many days and uh, expect to to see the worst of it still in front of us. What? Yeah, the worst of it still in front. Now, I'm going to read you here what their next few days of, of, of weather looks like. Rain, rain, rain. Light rain, rain, rain. Rain, rain. Out of all of those, five of them are high, high, high days of heavy precipitation and the wind. Some of the wind last week in California, it's not set up for this. Some of it. Certain areas was over 130 miles an hour, gusts were. Steady, 40, 50, 60 mile an hour winds. It is ferocious and as i remind everybody parts of the country are set up for certain things we're set up for heat out here in arizona when we get a bit of rain it's a bit of a nightmare but our roads don't buckle in the heat where other places they do when they get a bit of rain it's no big deal california is one of those places where they get a bit of rain it's a big deal and it could get ugly (laughs) They must have pissed someone off. 323-538-2423 hmm. 3, 3, 3, at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter. A little bit more about the border. One of the interesting things that should be talked about is the drug epidemic, how awful it is, and how it's potentially going to get worse and could get worse violently on this side of the border. Talk about that. A six-year-old did what? Chad Benson Show.
7: Chad Benson show
0: Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. The game Did a flyby, if you will.
1: Old uh, Biden there. Bounced on his way to Mexico. Go meet with leaders of Mexico and Canada for the next uh, day or so. I don't know how long they're going to be there. And talk about a lot of different stuff. Uh, The reality is the border stop was at best very uh, uh, sterile. And that is if you're somebody who wants border protection. If you're somebody who thinks that we need to protect our borders, uh, it was very sterile. On the other side of things, if you're somebody who's looking at Biden with his new, you know, you can get it in an app, BS. Uh, this is, again, more racism. Racism. I know. It's just all. About- as long as we continue
6: to apply political pressure, we have the hope that we will have a better outcome. And that people will be seen for the humans that they are, not by the color of their skin and the degradation of these racist policies.
1: I want to know what policies are racist. I'm just curious about that. What policies are racist in your mind? Madam. Not trying to be mean. Asking a very fair question about said things. Because I think it's a fair question to ask. I was here with, because it's easy to toss around that word race. Ah, it's racism. And you're like, oh, okay, well, how's it racism? Because of racism. No, but how is it racism? Because, because, no, no, tell me how it's race-ism. How is this racism? Wanting to have a secure border is not racist. Wanting to have a border that is is opening and welcoming, but at the same time not non-existent, which is kind of what it is. Having rules of law that people adhere to and that we enforce is not racism. If you were to allow everybody who wants to come here You could get anywhere between 800 million and a billion people that would just wander over here if they had the opportunity. What would that do to our society? Oh, well, you know. No, I mean, so what is it that is racist about these policies? That's a fair question. And I don't know if we'll get any real answers because nobody's ever serious about it. But we have an issue at the border and it's not just a, you know, one of the things that gets glossed over times is the nightmare of what's happening with the drug wars. Look, it's our fault that we consume so many drugs. There's no doubt about that. We're a consumer-based society, and that goes into the drug wars. But there's other issues coming up. If you didn't see the news on Friday, look at the battle that are going on right now in Mexico. This battle that is taking place in Mexico right now, they're shooting at passenger planes. This is an ugly, nasty battle, and it's about to get worse.
5: challenge we're seeing in Mexico right now is that the, uh, air quotes, good cartel, the one that saw drugs as a business, is being broken up. If you remember El Chapo. That's the good cartel? Yeah. Yeah, remember El Chapo, Sinaloa cartel? Yeah. He thought of himself as a Korean conglomerate president. So it's like, we, we, we smuggle drugs. That's our business. You don't mess with things that mess with the business. So you don't trip the old lady. You don't steal her purse. You don't shoot at the cops. These are people who live where we operate. We want them to be on our side. So maybe even throw a party every once in a while. You focus on the business. This is where it gets creepy. We got El Chapo. We removed him from circulation. Uh, the guy who died or got captured yesterday was his son, one of the Los Chapitos, and uh, his cartel, as a result, is fracturing because his leadership's gone.
1: Yeah. So you sit there, go, okay, it's fracturing. If you didn't see it, it's it. They're it is crazy. They're battling it. It's a war zone that's going on, and it's very interesting the way that 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 Peter Zayon talks about this stuff. And and we'll get a little bit deeper into it. But, but to, to think about, you know, the drug problems, the fentanyl problems, which China is completely fine with and, and helps. The, it's a business. One of them, it's a business. You know, when I was always several times I've been down the border, whether it be in McAllen, you know, Tucson, Yuma, where, wherever I've been on the border. One of the things I always talk about is they treat it as a business. They don't want bad things happening. They want murders of people here. They don't want any of those things because it looks Bad, and it's bad for business. You go and kill three or four Border Patrol agents, guess what changes? People's attitudes in America. But times are changing.
5: The replacement cartel is Jalisco New Generation. They're led by a former Mexican uh, military officer who thinks that rather than don't where you sleep so that the people on your side, whenever you move into a town, you shoot it up. You do kick over the old lady. You do take her purse. You make the people scared of you. That's the point of this. Drug running is a side gig. We are here to be powerful. And drug running is just one of the ways we make that happen. And he has taken the fight to every cartel and the Mexican government. And they're in the process of trying to break into the United States.
1: Yes. And that is scary. So they're in the process of trying to get in here. So if you know who Jalisco L- new generation is, most people don't. They know Sinaloa, they know Zetas, they know you know several of, of the cartels and their leadership we've heard about it all the time. Well, these guys are just into pure violence, fear. and part of what they're doing is they're going to everybody else's place and they're kicking in the doors and they want to destroy everything. And Los Zetas and and several of, the others, they have lost their power, they're further away there's a battle there Sinaloa is falling apart and these guys are seeing an opportunity
3: break in in what economically
5: yeah El Chapo and the Sinaloa became the largest drug trafficking organization in America under the Obama administration and one of the reasons our birth rate went down so far so fast is they basically either co-opted or killed uh, American gangs so they killed the people who were doing the killing Not a lot of Americans got killed after that. All of the other cartels control the access points in the United States. But Jalisco New Generation now is challenging every single one of them, trying to break through. And if they do, and they bring their business acumen, if you will, north of the border, they're going to start killing white chicks named Sheila in Phoenix. And then we're going to have a very different conversation in this country about the drug war and about trade with Mexico.
1: Absolutely. And we talked about it earlier, the importance of trade with Mexico, but also the importance of many of these companies around the globe that are currently producing stuff in china mexico is one of the places and throughout central america for the opportunity to yes go in and start bringing factories and start doing things places closer to home this could change a lot of that and it's scary and we need to have conversations about the drug issue we need to have conversation about uh you know one of the things he suggests is look we got to start looking at people especially south of the border mexico in particular as you're you're one of us you're another state almost in many ways and we can't have this stuff falling apart the president of Mexico has gone and and changed things. He was a hugs not drugs guy. Now he's like, we got to fight back. And one of the things they're worried about is, eventually, if they get into the military, and if you don't know what you know, the these these cartels are like, it, it it's you know it's the silver or the lead. You're either going to cooperate, and for that you'll get paid, meaning you turn a blind eye, whatever it is, or We're going to kill you and your family. Those are your two choices.
6: Hey, guys, we are giving out a ton of these DeWalt samples today. Just fill out our quick... So that's the issue
1: that they're having. In the federal government, that's why they've gone to the military. And the military... eh, The military isn't quite there yet, so they're still protected. That's the scary side of all of this, is... We're talking about trade and immigration. We also need to talk about drugs. Because go look at our drug rate death, our poisoning. You know, A lot of times, oh, they overdosed. No, they were poisoned. It's scary. It is. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Uh, It is, I don't even know how to describe what took place on Friday. So we got a, uh, you know, it started coming in. A bit by bit, but what took place in a Virginia school, and how it took place, what the hell happened? We're going to talk about it because it is frightening. Six years old, with a gun, and he wants to use it. Talk about that. A couple of other things: three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program, supports the program is brought to you by BetterHelp. Right now, BetterHelp is there to help you. So you don't know what better help is. Think about this. Seeing somebody right now, we talk about it all the time. You know, people are, are struggling with a lot of different things. It's the new year. Maybe they've been struggling with their weight. Maybe they've been struggling with their, their career path and they want to make some changes. They need some some help with stuff. Or maybe you just emotionally you've been challenged over the last couple of years with COVID and everything. You need somebody to talk to. We use it for our family. It is simple and easy. It's the world's largest therapy service. They're going to match you with somebody 100% online. Vetted therapist, licensed therapist, all you do is fill out a questionnaire. And it's been a huge helpers, in particular, for for, for, for my, my oldest daughter. Struggles with 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 autism and a few other things, and being able to speak to somebody online has been tremendous because trying to get in to see somebody is virtually impossible in a timely manner. Right now, don't worry about the traffic. Don't worry about waiting rooms. You fill out a small questionnaire, and away you go. Save ten percent. Check everything out. Go to BetterHelp.com/slash benson. You'll save ten percent off your first month. See what's there. That's BetterHelp.com/slash benson. BetterHelp.com/slash benson. Chad Benson Show.
0: Welcome to the Chad Autonomous Zone Woo! Bipolar There's a lot of things
3: that I love about Hitler
0: No, Bipartisan
3: Don't abandon, don't censor, engage
0: Yes, the Chad Benson Show Where free speech and uncensored thought run wild That's crazy A six-year-old, you heard right, a six-year-old is in custody for
6: allegedly shooting his teacher. Every parent's worst nightmare, gunfire in a classroom. It happened in Virginia when a student opened fire injuring their teacher. Police say there was an altercation and this was not an accident. Active shooter, they're in lockdown, I know where the shooter is at this time. Parents once again asking that haunting question, is my child safe? My heart stopped. Um, I was freaking out, very nervous. Six
1: years old. Six years old. Shot the teacher. Six years old. Now you're thinking to yourself, kid shows up, wants to show off, right? It's after Christmas. Mom and dad got a new gun or something. He wants to show everybody a little show and tell. Nope.
6: This time, the gunman wasn't a man at all, but a six-year-old boy who'd allegedly shot and wounded a teacher on Friday afternoon.
7: This was not an accidental shooting.
6: According to police, the unidentified child, armed with a handgun, fired a single shot inside a first-grade classroom at Richneck Elementary, sending the school of 550 students into lockdown in the city of Newport News, Virginia.
7: This was not a a situation where we had a student going up or down the hall, actively firing. It was in a classroom.
1: On purpose. Did it on purpose. Showed up there. How in God's name? My daughter is four and a half-ish. Almost four and a half. She has no idea the meaning of life or death kind of thing. I mean, nor should she at that age. The, the, the contemplating, the not understanding of, of, of any of these things. At six, will she know? Probably not. Not, not. not fully grasping. What the hell is going on? That a child, a six-year-old, would show up with a gun intent on doing damage and or killing a teacher. That is insane.
7: Police said this was not an accidental shooting. A six-year-old boy somehow gets a gun, brings it into a first-grade classroom, and then opens fire deliberately, police said, On a teacher and thank goodness students were able to scatter and there was not more damage done this teacher is being credited for telling kids to get out of the way
1: I keep going over that it was intentional now as awful as it is could I see a child take a gun to school as a show-and-tell yeah Could I see it actually going off and hitting somebody and or the teacher? Absolutely. They're not saying this was one of those things where, hey, Johnny's got a gun. What? Teacher comes over, looks in the backpack. Johnny tries to take gun back. Gun goes off. This, they're saying, was intentional. That is scary. Scary. The hell is wrong with people? Yeah, we talked about this the other day. It's like, okay, what's what's the age for a child that you start to teach them about weapons? Our kids, we 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 try to make sure that they understand because we have guns; they're locked up, and and you know, it's the, the smart thing to do. But understand that you know what comes out of the end of that gun is a lot of things, and one of them is death. One of them is irreversible. You're not going to reverse that. You cannot. You could kill somebody. In saying that, it can feed a man. It can save a man. And it can kill a man. How did a kid get a gun like this? What happens to the parents? Again, make sure the parents were involved in the sense that it was their gun. Got it from that house. And then how is a child that angry at a teacher? I don't know what kind of recess you have that you had to take it away that you thought, like, did you think, are you, did they, did she steal your, your snacks? My goodness me, we have an issue. And for all of these, we can talk about gun. The reality is that kid, that kid has an issue. Started probably long before the gun was there. Why? Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show's your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. If you miss any of the fine programs, shame on you. Shame. But you can always grab the podcast and make it up to me. Wherever good podcasts are available, join our social media fun. You can go to the Chad Benson Show, which is on the Facebook, and of course the amazing and incredible. Twitter and Instagram, which I sometimes participate in, but a lot of times I just get yelled at by people because everybody's angry. Relax. Breathe. It's a beautiful day. Chad Benson Show.
0: This is the Chad Benson Show. and thoughts independent life this is chad benson biden's in mexico
1: but he stopped by the border and said hey
0: look what's going on at the border all kinds
7: of
1: stuff oh look at all these things very sterile sterile if you will by this no i'm just talking about his visit very planned very well orchestrated in the sense that saw a few things made his presence known, but never really saw anything that he needed to see that was what everybody said he needed to.
0: Immigration is top of mind here at this summit, and the president really setting the tone. With that visit to the border yesterday, he is facing huge pressure to do more on this issue. With tens of thousands of migrants crossing the border illegally every month, the president knows this is a real political liability for him. So for the first time, he got a firsthand look, spending time meeting with local officials, law enforcement, even spending some time there walking along sections of the border.
1: Because that's what you have to do, right? You got a few... People. Border Patrol agents that you walk with and you ask them some questions and it's you know, it's like you're not sending somebody who goes, hey, dude, this is a mess, right? This is going to be handpicked. It's all very still. You, you didn't go to any of the places that we talked about last week that he needed to go. He didn't go to some of these places, didn't he go? He didn't go to any of the places where you've got hundreds of people sleeping outside because inside is full. You didn't talk to any migrants, which you needed to. You didn't talk to any city leaders, not officials. Because remember, remember this, kids. The El Paso mayor that wanted to declare a state of emergency was talked out of it by the administration. He didn't do any of that. Instead, it was exactly what you'd like. To do if you were shooting a video of how tough you are on stuff the photo op look at us blah 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 nothing happened nothing happened
4: what's gonna happen from here what we're trying to do is incentivize individuals through the CBP one application to make an appointment and to come at the port of entry to cut out the smuggling organizations
1: that's not going to happen because it's business. It's money, baby. They know by the time that you would come up with this idea, they probably already knew about it. Secondly, they got people working on it. They got people, okay, let me show you. I get download this. You don't have a phone. You've given us five grand. Here's a cheap phone. This is what you've done. we have got all your stuff figured out. It is going to be smoothly. It's going to be going to a Chick-fil-A lunch because that's what it is. it is a conveyor belt of opportunity and money and they're just going to just let's do it let's do it let me show you how it's done let me show you go here you go here you go here you go, go. cuz they are providing a service we talked last hour uh, about uh, professor uh, Talking about not just, you know, immigration, but the drug issues in and throughout uh, Mexico and how, you know, uh, Peter Zeon is a professor talking about all this geopolitical professor. One of the things she talked about is, is El Chapo and the Sinaloa cartel were business. We don't want to mess with business. And messing with business is bad for business. We want to make money, and yes, we're going to have to at times flex and show some force. But that's usually against other cartels, people edging in on our business. Outside of that, we don't hurt anybody. We don't, you know. This said, you know, they're not there to. They, they, they were the good ones compared to what's coming. It's the same thing here with the coyotes. They might fight amongst themselves, but killing the product is going to get back to other people and go, don't go with those people. So you don't think that they're going to have all of this stuff locked down? Absolutely. Or for an extra price, we can just get you into the country. Because to get in here with the app now, you got to have a sponsor and all of these things. You're not making that trek and going, well, it's too late, didn't download the app, didn't have a sponsor, I'm not getting in you're going to make the effort to get in. So really what you've done is now you've given them two forms of income. Oh, yeah, yeah. You think they've got a website? Well, you can upgrade for another X amount of dollars. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. We have a brand-new speaker Oh, the house. Kevin McCarthy is it. It is time for him to do whatever he's going to do as Speaker of said house. We will hold the
3: swamp accountable from the withdrawal of Afghanistan to the origins of COVID and to the weaponization of the FBI.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I was yawning. Oh, Chad, why? Because I'm tired and it's just, eh, 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 eh. what are you guys going to do? Tell me.
3: Our system is built on checks and balances. It's time for us to be a check and provide some balance to the president's policies.
1: Yeah, we'll see how long he lasts. Ow. One single member to call for a vote to recall is in there. Some of the things I like. One of the big ones is uh, 72 hours to read the damn bills. No more rubber stamping stuff before we even have a vote. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that way we can go, whoa, 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 whoa. This thing's 4,200 pages long. We need to get through this. I want to see what's in here. I want to see where all the fat's coming from. Let's do that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I guess. Which is, tell me why that's a bad thing. It's not. It's not. Now, some of the other stuff that I think could be a little ridiculous is some of the stuff that may happen when it comes to, investigations i think there's some that need to be had i think some it's more about revenge
0: republicans are looking to establish a special committee to investigate ongoing investigations including those surrounding former president donald trump democrats are warning that this puts them on a collision course with the department of justice but also warning of possible conflict of interest since some of those republicans have been the subject of those investigations they've had their information seized and they are not vowing to recuse themselves
1: Yeah, so you're going to have investigations of investigations and people who are being investigated. Okay. So that could not be personal. Uh, Look, if you're an American, do you care about this? Uh, Not so much right now, not at this moment in time. And we've talked a bit why this really, uh, what you should care about is a few of these investigations are important. One, taking a look at what role did government entities play in silencing Americans on social media? Big tech. That is vitally important because that is a no-no. We all agree that if government's stomping down on your free speech, that is a bad thing. Having a conversation about COVID and where COVID came from, also very good conversation to have. Some of the stuff that went on, within the COVID realm of knowing things weren't true and continuing to push them out there as if they were. Again, fair questions to have. So some of these are good. Some of them are going to be some revenge tactics. It's Finding that fine line. And he has given away so much, he has weakened himself as a speaker. I think he's got no choice but to go with them. But then you've got a lot of other Republicans out there Who don't want any of this. They want to go work for the American people. They want to find a fix to immigration. Which they know they're not going to get passed in any real meaningful way. They want to talk about things. And if your whole goal over the next two years. Is to investigate every single thing. Without anything other than just trying to damage the other side. Remember what McCarthy was famous for in 2016. He should have been speaker. But in 2015. He said the quiet part out loud. We didn't really investigate. Hillary to get to the bottom of what took place in Benghazi. It was more about taking her on and trying to weaken her. If that's what this is going to be about, that sucks. Because that's not working for the people. 323-538-2423 3, 3, 3, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Sweet text. Love hearing from all of you. Got some text to read that. Got a little what's trending. Bottom of the hour, buddy Zach Abraham from Boer Capital is going to join us. We're going to talk about the economy. It's 2023. What can we expect? What does inflation look like? Where are your investments supposed to be? Uh, What's going on in the economy as far as employment? Something we've talked a bit about over and over again. I have a different take than most people do because I see and understand a lot of what's going on. I think a lot of people are just trying to chalk it off. It's young people today, especially men. But there's some other things out there. So we're going to join. uh, He's going to join us at the bottom of the hour. Raycon, best earbuds around. You're looking for a podcast. You're like, oh, man, I got my podcast. I don't have any good earphones. Ah, Raycons. Raycons. Amazing. Sound quality, second to none. Fit the best in the business. Eight hours of talk time, 32 hours of battery life, and it gets better. About half to a third of the price of other premium audio brands. Several different sound functions. So you can have awareness mode, isolation mode, these modes that help you. Maybe you just want to hyper focus on something, or maybe you want to be really aware of your uh, surroundings. That's what Raycon does for you. Right now, save an extra 15% by going to buyraycon.com slash Chad. That's buyraycon.com slash Chad, the best earbuds around. Buyraycon.com slash chad what's trending straight ahead chad benson show
5: helen keller is a nazi terrorist that is a male is that what you're telling me right now yeah are you thinking of hitler
0: who's hitler vaccines work but only the chad benson show is 100 effective against stupidity
5: do you know what d-day is d-day in
6: person a rapper god karen you are so stupid
0: check us out on facebook twitter instagram and wherever you find your favorite woke free podcasts this is the chad benson show
1: now it's time to find out
0: what's trending what's trending
4: Norway, Oman, Pakistan Qatar, Russia, Suriname
2: What trophies?
1: Find out what's trending On the webs of the Inter and the Net, kids Zach Abrams going to join us a little bit Bottom of the hour talk about the economy before we get to that. Let's get to the trending side of things. Monday Motivation, Law Enforcement Appreciation Day. Victory Monday in the NFL. It's uh, set. Playoffs are here. We'll break that down a little bit later. How many people are going to get fired today? Uh, That's also something that goes on. Uh, It's usually pink slip day in the NFL as well. I read an interesting article. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Currently, the NFL right now, the teams, $800 million is what's going to coaches. That's what's being paid out to coaches and GMs right now that are currently not employed.
4: Oh, whoa.
1: It's a good gig if you can get it. I'll tell you that right now. It's huge. Huge. 60 minutes trending. Last night, I don't know if you saw any of that, we might touch on a little bit. Just Prince Harry, that that fight, you know, they made so much of it, the whole, in the book that he's got out, like, it's just crazy, just the whole thought. And then they're talking about, like, my necklace broke. I was like, there are puka shells everywhere. Don't, what are you doing <laughs> wearing a necklace? Uh, Brazil is also trending both in Twitter and Google. Why is that? Because they have we had we have September sixth. They had September eighth, where where Bolsonaro's supporters trashed and attacked the Congress and Supreme Court. Nobody was there, and they broke into it, and it and it was just ugh, what a nightmare that was. Dallas Cowboys no more trending thing yesterday. Two million people, lots of stuff. Seahawks sneaking into. So, if you didn't see yesterday, the the last game last night was hilarious. So, literally right before kickoff, the Lions find out they're eliminated from the playoffs because the Seahawks won the game. So, they're eliminated from the playoffs. So, you think they got nothing to play for. Yeah, they do. Those guys play hard. Even when they sucked last year, they left everything out there. This year... They had a chance to get in the playoffs, but it was supposed to be a win and end kind of thing. They were hoping, but they were only playing for pride. And the Lions went out last night and beat Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in Lambo. It was awesome to watch draft order for the NFL. Lots of stuff about the NFL trending on the Google right now. Golden Globes. Apparently they're back. Didn't they get rid of those? I thought they got rid of them because of how racist they were. Wasn't that part of the plan? I guess so. Speaking of uh, 60 minutes and and whatnot, just, just the whole Prince Harry thing is just so bizarre. Some people will say, you have railed
3: against invasions of your privacy all your life. But the accusation will be, here are you invading the privacy of your most nearest and dearest without permission. That will be the accusation. That will be the accusation from the people that don't understand or don't
1: want to believe that my family have been briefing the press. Wanker! Oh my Lord. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I got I gotta be, I gotta, I gotta be the more I watch the first few episodes I watched a few episodes. I'm like, all right, I'll watch a little bit. I'm like, she's she's first of all, two of the worst narcissists you will ever meet together. It's not a good start. Secondly, I thought she's pretty much kind of awful, right? Then you see him, and he's involved more, and you're like, he's just as bad. Together, they are a douche canoe of epic. It's titanic-ing douchey canoe. They're awful. They are. They are. Saw your brother out like that. That's not a good thing either. It's not. One day, man, you're going to wake up and go, dude, I jacked the pooch on this. It ain't tomorrow, but someday. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet, text. All right. We're into the new year. What does 2023 have for us? Inflation-wise, what does 2023 have for us? Market-wise, are we headed to recession? Have we been in one? Uh, you know, where's oil and gas and all these things going? Our buddy Zach Abraham from Boer Capital Managers is are going to join us straight ahead and talk about that. Chad Benson Show.
0: 2023 is upon us.
1: And then everybody looks around and go, all right, what's next? Last year was crazy. It was up, it was down. The markets were sideways. We had the crypto crash. I mean, lunacy. Now we look ahead for the economy. Joining me now, uh, you can check him out at knowyourriskradio.com. Uh, he's chief investment officer of Bork Capital Management. Zach Abraham and Zach, uh, describe 2022. How would you describe what we just went through?
2: You know, it, it, it was historic for, for, for several different reasons. I, I think a lot of us heard that, you know, for when you looked at several different asset classes, it was one of the worst years you'd had in the market literally since 1970. Um, and then one of the big things that happened that I think caught a lot of people off guard and kind of the big story, if you will, is that bonds even underperform stocks. And that's something that we've been talking about for a long time. When interest rates are at zero, and inflation starts going up, and 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 the Fed has to respond with higher interest rates. It's it's gonna hit everything, right? Um, so when we look at the market, as, as nasty as last year was, it really wasn't nasty when you're when you looked at valuations, right? So everybody, oh, last year was a bloodbath. Chad, the the S and P five hundred x energy stocks. So if you pull energy stocks, and the reason that we pull energy stocks out is because The more profit that energy stocks makes, that's just more money coming out of consumers' pockets, right? So if you pull energy out of the S&P 500, it's still trading at like 23, 24 times earnings. So I think that people, I think there's a big misconception that, oh, hey, we made it through the great drawdown of 22. In our opinion, the only thing that happened last year was asset prices started to normalize to higher interest rates. We think 2023 is going to be a story of asset prices normalizing to lower earnings. So we don't think it's over. We actually just kind of think 22 was a bit of a warm up, and uh, I think things are going to get quite a bit more sporty in 2023.
1: Talking to Zach Abraham, Bulwark Capital uh, Management Chief Investment Officer. Okay, let's talk about the economy moving forward. What do you expect this year from interest rates? And 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 is this going to? Are we are we expecting a big recession? Are we expecting no recession? Did we already have a recession?
2: So, <laughs> I, I think now is one of those times. It, it, it look, I, we're this is not two thousand eight again. I, I, I do not think that the economy has got a time bomb underneath it like we did. Uh, the mortgage situation is not the same as 0809. but what is similar is the. Sort of in in our opinion, people ignoring or or missing the forest for the trees and ignoring what is sort of obvious. I, I think if you go talk to most business owners right now, they they'll laugh at you if you ask. You know, are we going into recession? They're looking at you, going, "We're in a recession." Um, I think the only thing obscuring that, Chad, is really wonkish economic data. You know, for instance, last year you had two consecutive quarters of declining GDP. And then you were followed up in the third quarter with what should have been declining GDP. And the only thing that saved it was sort of a kind of an internal tweak with how GDP is calculated. Um, And it had to do with the automobile backlog and manufacturing working overtime to catch up with that. So if, if you normalize that, you had three consecutive quarters of declining GDP. And we'll see what happened with the fourth quarter. So bottom line is, historically, we'd already say we're in recession. Um, what we see happening is, yes, I think a recession is completely inevitable. I think we've already entered one. Um, I think the first two quarters, especially the end of the first quarter, you should start seeing job losses hitting. You should start seeing the unemployment raising. And then to us, the severity of the downturn is, and the length of that recession is going to have a lot to do with how stubborn central banks are at some point they are going to be forced to raise rates what we think the market is really getting wrong is there's all this looking at the data and saying oh the fed's going to pivot Um, the fed isn't going to pivot until something bad happens right so I i think everybody's missing this they're still looking at this as like oh what's the fed going to do if the fed cuts or if the fed quits raising then stocks go up that's just not the case historically and to give your listeners an idea when you look historically, the stock market typically bottoms in a recession after six months after the first Fed cut. OK, so we don't think and, and, and I think people need to also remember that the Fed does not want to get back to zero. If they could keep rates here at four five, even maybe five and a half, six percent without crashing the economy, they would. But I think all of us that look at real estate realize that's not possible. If you just hold rates here long enough, the economy is going to implode. So at some point, we expect the economic data and the news to get bad enough in the next 12 to 16 months or even possibly eight months where the Fed will have to cut. Um, In our opinion, it's just until that happens, I'm not saying we don't want to own stocks. We do. We want to stay diversified. But um, I, I, it just seems very, very hard for asset prices not to keep going lower until we get, so, right? Because if if something occurs that will make the Fed stop and make them stamp, you know, pound on the brakes, it's got to be something that's not good, right? And if, if that not good thing happens that causes the Fed to cut rates, that not good thing should drive down asset prices further. So, um, I just think people are kind of operating on the playbook of the last 15 years. Going, what's the Fed going to do? And you're like, guys, the Fed's not going to cut until something bad happens, and in, in which case, stocks are probably going to go down.
1: Talking to Zach Abraham, Bulwark uh, Capital Manager, Chief Investment Officer. As We look ahead to 2023. You talk about rates. You talk about you know the Fed doing some. The reality is a lot of people out there are trying to figure out what to do with their homes because thank God you know. And and I've heard several people that I've talked about it here. This isn't 2000 eight and two thousand nine where the bomb's gonna fall out in, in in places where you know if you're in New York and California, you know this man, you're in Seattle and, and, and Vancouver. Yeah, your house was worth one point four, it's now worth one point one. You're still living okay. You're in you're in Arizona in two thousand eight. Your house was worth two seventy, now it's worth forty thousand dollars. You freak out. what's going to happen with the housing market and, and, you know, real estate stocks and things, because people are looking around. Some people aren't sure. Should I buy a house? Should I not buy a house? Should I sell my house? I have people I know that want to sell their house, but they're terrified because they like their 2.2% interest rate.
2: Right. Uh, I I think it's really complicated, but Chad, you, you, you know, you're, you're one of the only guys I talk to in this context, who's actually done this before, right? You've you've been, you've been in the business, you traded stocks, We all know something in trading, and it's an immutable law, which is price follows volume, right? So when you look at the real estate market, you've got volumes at historic lows. So what does that tell us about price? Volume will follow price, meaning, or excuse me, price will follow volume, right? So if volumes have dropped historically low prices or low levels, then prices still have to come down. And it's just a simple math. You know, we we were looking at the other day in the office to buy a $500,000 house on a traditional loan, right? So 25% down the mortgage rate in the last 12 months has made the cost of that mortgage rise 85%. Okay. If you're buying it on an FHA loan with only 5% down, you're looking at about a 90 to a 95% increase in cost. When you're talking about homes in the 250 to one million dollar range, there is something in economics we call price elasticity. So think about it in terms of like oil. If oil goes from eighty to hundred dollars, we don't like having to pay extra for gas, but that price movement isn't going to change consumer behavior, right? You got to have oil. If you're going to go on a on a on a cross country trip, you're not going to cancel it because oil went from eighty to a hundred. So that's price elasticity. There is price elasticity in real estate, but it's not 90% in 12 months, right? That's not not a buyer strike, right? People aren't choosing not to buy homes at these prices because they don't like them. They're choosing them because if you were shopping for a house 16 months ago and you'd had your sights drawn on a $500,000 house because that's what fit your budget, you're not all of a sudden going to go buy a $250,000 house because that's now what fits your budget after the rate increases. You know what I mean? Like, and for those of us that are married, you know, woman or, you know, try to convince your spouse, oh, we've been looking at $500,000 houses because they fit our budget 16 months ago. And so now we're going to take a two hundred and fifty dollars to $300,000 house, right? That's, that's moving a complete different class. So what are buyers going to do? They're going to wait. They're going to wait till either rates or prices come down. Up uh, and probably both. So I, I think what's obscuring it, Chad, is people ask me, they go, Well, Zach, how far do you think houses can drop? And I go, from the peak, and I go, then they go, Yeah. And I go, 25, 30 percent. And they're like, oh my gosh, that's atrocious. Well, look at what house prices have done in the last two years, right? They they you know, there's places in the in the in the in the country where house prices have doubled in the yeah. last two to three years. So a 25 to 30 percent pullback isn't that big i think it's the perspective right that's freaking everybody out but our house price is going to come down yeah
1: well it's crazy crazy indeed it's going to be a crazy crazy year uh you can go to know your risk radio and check out uh all that you guys do your podcast and of course but capital management go check out what you guys do there you guys work with us and we appreciate you coming on the show zach abraham we'll talk to you next week brother
2: all right pal sounds good thanks for having me on
1: thanks man <sighs> Yeah. You know, I, I like the perspective thing, because if you, you know, you looked at a house and, and, you know, it was 400, right? Your house was up there at 400. And you're thinking about selling it, but you bought it at 150 and now you're only going to get 325 for it. Well, while it's come down, I think that's more of a a buyer's frustration you know i mean a seller's frustration the buyer would be like well it's come down that's great for me but cuz that equals out a bit of what's going on in the marketplace when the rates rise but some places like here in Arizona some of it is also supply and demand if you still you know have something that somebody wants and they demand it and several people are willing to go after it you're still going to get a situation where it might come down 6 or 8 10% but it's not going to come down a 25 or 30 but perspective indeed. It's going to be an interesting year. 323-538-2423 3, 3, 3, at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter tweet, text roughgreens com slash Chad. Go to Rough Greens now. Get yourself a free bag of Rough Greens. Now, what is Rough Greens? It's got vitamins. It's got minerals. It's got probiotics. Make a 369. K9 Vitus Smart put together by Dr. Dennis Black is amazing. It is an absolutely incredible Just, you know, supplement that just has changed my dog Doodle's life in so many ways. Sprinkle this on top of your dog's food. Watch what happens. Watch how your dog's food comes to life. It is awesome. And I don't mean literally just jump up and run around. I'm talking about how it brings all the nutrients out in it and then adds to it. If your dog struggles with energy... Issues, maybe, maybe they, they've got digestive tract issues. Maybe they've got issues when it comes to their allergies and their skin, or maybe they've got aches and pains. This is going to do wonders. Try it right now for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. RUFFgreens.com slash Chad, RoughGreens.com slash Chad, slash Chad, Chad Benson Show.
0: Welcome to to Chad. No, not the country. The institution. The Chad Benson Show.
3: Around half a dozen diners were inside the Taqueria when a man dressed in black and wearing a mask, barged in, pulled out a gun, and started demanding patrons' wallets. One of the customers was armed and shot the robber to death. He then returned the wallets, picked up the robber's gun, and angrily threw it at a wall when he realized that gun was fake. By the time police arrived, the customers had all left, including the one who opened fire. (sighs) Did you get tacos? Chad, I can't believe you said
1: that. It's horrible that a man came in and pretended to rob a place, and he was shot. Yeah, that's horrible. It is, and he's dead. The guy just wandered out, got in his truck. It's an old beater truck, too. You look at the guy, you're like, ooh. That guy was just sitting there, just enjoying his meal, and boom, got shot. Horrible that someone had to die. Horrible that somebody thought that they needed to rob a place, and did it with a fake gun. And the question is, is he going to be charged? Well, according to the, to the to their the penal code, there eh, probably not. Now, leaving a crime scene he may be charged with but as far as self-defense he didn't know it was fake gun it looked real enough that people were handing over their wallets but as we remind everybody producer phil's amazing line if you play a stupid game you will get a stupid prize and this guy got the stupid prize, which was he decided to try to rob a place in an area of the country where, when you go into any restaurant, any place, there is a chance, albeit a good one, that someone has a gun. Oh yeah, yeah, it's probably true. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson. Share with your Twitter, tweet at us, text the program. our kids, we talk about it all the time. Nature will mess you up. So sometimes when nature's sleeping, let it sleep. My
2: brother and his girlfriend were taking the dog out, and she was acting a little bit nervous. So we just peeked down under the deck, and we're like, there's the bear there. We could not believe it. We're used to seeing bears where I live, but not used to them staying for so long.
1: So there's a bear there underneath their house in Connecticut, sleeping relaxing, doing what bears do this time of year just chilling. Hey, I'm going to take a nap. Could be a month. It could be three months.
2: <sighs> and they said that we can try to get him out ourselves with like pouring hot water and blowing air horns, but we weren't going to do that. So we're just going to leave him there until hibernation is over.
1: Yeah. So they called several people, and then they were told by, are you ready for this? The State Department of Energy and Environmental Protection, otherwise known as DEEP. And DEEP's like, you guys got to boil some water and pour it on the bear. And the guy's like, do you understand what bears are about? <laughs> are, you, are you aware that I am not a bear and that I do not want to get to a bear fight? Because that usually ends poorly for somebody who's not said bear. And then yeah, just pour the water on. It's gonna leave.
5: I don't what
1: what what? So uh there their other solution wasn't we'll just leave it there. We're gonna move. <laughs> we decided it was just best that we just move and just be done with everything. Just move. Just uh, I could do something, but it's just better if I just uh just move three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Jeff Benson shows your Twitter, tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. It was interesting talking to uh, Zach there about you know what's going to happen this year, and I know a lot of you are going to like the house thing is a very interesting thing, and I've talked about it because we're we're in the midst of selling our house uh, out here, and it is it is very interesting because we're in an area that's growing while I see other areas around here are slowing down. And we're blessed, but yeah, there's definitely, we probably left some money on the table, but how much of that is the interest rates too? Man, those interest rates, they go up. You don't realize the impact it has on people's buying power. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three 538 at Ched Benson Show is your Twitter, Ched Benson Show.
0: independent life this is chad benson
1: yay we got a speaker woo, 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 woo! we got a speaker how about that simple easy absolutely now what well that's the big question i've been saying this over and over again mccarthy's supposed to set the whole thing in motion of what it's going to look like in two years and and i'll say this to mccarthy i'm no fan of him I'm no fan of any politician, quite frankly. Uh, I'm very much uh, very neutral on most politicians in the sense of whether even if I like what they do, I'm still neutral on them. But the reality is what he is, is he's a politician. He's a chameleon. He is a guy that, well, he raises money and they like that. That being said, next two years, it's his job to try
3: to steer the ship for the Republicans. And now the hard work begins. What we do here today, next week, next month, next year, will set the tone for everything that follows.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what that is going to mean. I know the first thing that they're going to do is look into What's going on with the, you know, the government and big tech? That's going to be one of their, their, their first things they're going after, as far as setting up a committee, doing some investigations. I have zero problems with that. I will say, many of you didn't look at any of the Twitter files. Totally understand. Blah. I don't really care about stuff like that. You should care, right or left. Too much government, asking too many people to quote quote, if it were me, wink-wink, nudge-nudge, I'm not saying you guys should, I'd kick that guy off Twitter. I wouldn't allow that information. I'm just saying that's uncomfortable, that speech is being attacked like that, regardless of your political ideology or belief. What's he do with the rest? I don't know. That I don't know, but we'll see. Bigger dealings going on this weekend, though. And that was Biden at the border,
4: along with Mayorkas. Let me be clear. Title 42 or not, the border is not open. We will continue to fully enforce our immigration laws in a safe, orderly, and humane manner. Yeah,
1: sure. Sure. So, uh, I read a lot. I saw a lot this weekend on this. He didn't see... Any migrants, which is what he should. He was there for about three hours. Had a quick meeting with Abbott. Uh, some of the, the city leaders, the mayor of El Paso, saw zero migrants. Zero. One, two, three, four, five, seven, eight, seven, eight, seven, eight. Zero. Zero. Didn't even go into the areas where they were being held. They said, well, you know, there just wasn't any there. That was kind of the statement that was released uh, only to find out. Uh, no, no, that's not true. They actually had about a thousand. You didn't see. You didn't drive into the town, which is I've been saying, you got to get into El Paso. You got to go to the nonprofits and see what's going on. Did not do that. It was very sterile. Did the little walk with a couple Border Patrol agents on the border and then met with a few people. By and large, most of the people with him were people that were with him anyways, the Mayorkas of the world. He did nothing whatsoever than make a sterile attempt uh, there and not a lot talking about
4: it. What do you think, I could, if I could wave a wand, what would you want me to do more?
1: He said, if I could wave a wand, what would you want me to do most? Funding
2: is one of the things that we're most. Funding is what? For the
3: products that we bring forth
1: with her. The lady said funding. We need funding for, for a lot of things the products they have, the products they need, food being one of those things. Uh, he just, it was. Exactly what I thought it was going to be. But they need a lot of resources and we're going to get them for them. You know, apparently Abbott gave him a uh letter, outlined a letter of five things he'd like to see done, including keeping title forty two, building more of the wall, all things that aren't going to happen. And the humanity side of it is 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 ridiculous. You gotta go and see what is going on. You got to get in there and see. You got to go in there and see what's happening. You got to see the people, because it is a humanitarian issue as well as an immigration issue.
3: People that came were hoping that Title Forty Two was going to be rescinded as it was planned originally, but it it didn't happen. So you have all all these folks here now that don't know what to do, and uh, so it's a real it's a real drastic situation for them. They're on the streets mainly.
1: Yeah, they're in the streets, they're sleeping in front of nonprofits, they're just, it is it is a nightmare. And this president, this administration has done little to do anything about it. And apparently, while all of this is going on for the last several weeks and months, behind the scene, there's been a battle in the White House. And that battle has gone something like this. We should reinstate some of what Trump did. Are you kidding me? He's evil and bad. I'm just saying when it comes to the border, we should reinstate some of what Trump did. No, no, he's evil and bad. I get that, but we need to reinstate some of what he did. Oh, wow, that sounds, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On top of that, you had protesters as well.
6: As long as we continue to apply political pressure, we have the hope that we will have a better outcome and that people will be seen for the humans that they are, not by the color of their skin and the degradation of these racist policies.
1: And I don't know what the policies are. At what point do you say we're a nation? That's what I want to know. When I talk to some of these people, like, what, what point are we a nation? And we can say we can't do everything. We can't allow everybody in the world who wants to come here regardless of the color of their skin. You know, I, I don't care if it's five million Swedes. No is the answer. No. That should always be the answer. We need to have a orderly system that actually works. Throwing, here's the thing. You throw around race, it's always about race, race, race. No, it's a rule of law. It's a sovereign nation. We have laws. There are ways of going about circumventing, navigating, and getting through those laws to achieve an opportunity to come here. Some people are under political pressure. Some people are absolutely persecuted. But the, what, four and a half million people that have come here since Biden has taken over, that's not those people. Not every one of those people is persecuted. A vast majority, and I say a vast majority, is looking for a better life. Looking for a better, better life here because it's here That offers them opportunity. It's here that gives them the financial opportunity to give them a life that they're hoping for.
5: Uh, It's about time that Joe Biden went down to the border to see the chaos that he himself created. It's stunning that it took him two years to do this. And now he's going to do probably nothing more than a photo op there. Uh, But when it comes to the plan that he was talking about, you saw no details whatsoever about what the Biden administration is going to do to stop people from coming across the border illegally. No,
1: just an app, an app for those four countries, Haiti, Nicaragua. Uh, Cuba, Venezuela, nothing else. Uh, That was Abbott there. Yeah, come to see the chaos. Well, guess what? It's quiet this month. I mean, quiet-ish. Still a ton of people coming over. But quiet compared to what it was in mid-December. Very much so. So, did anything come of this? Zero. Zilch. Nada. Nothing came of this. It was a photo op. A little bit longer than I thought. I thought it'd be 90 minutes, two hours at the max, a little over three. Maybe. End of the day, does anything change? Zero changes. Because you got to want to make the change, and he doesn't want to.
5: Yeah, this is, again, this is all political spin. You know, this border has been under assault ever since Joe Biden took office. He has let it deteriorate to a unsustainable level right now. He's re-implementing Trump-era policies to try to at least get this off of the TV because it is politically hurting him. Uh, that's the only reason he's coming out. I don't trust him on these issues because I don't think his heart is in it. He does not want to secure the border.
1: Former acting USAG Matt Whitaker right there and uh, talking about he doesn't want to. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He wants to ignore. Ignore, ignore, ignore. I hope it goes away. Let somebody else deal with it. We got other things going on. Uh, It's the reality of, of where we're at. And if you're in a border state, you're struggling. And you see the nightmare and the humanity and the crisis that goes on. In these areas, and we should all be frustrated. We should three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show, your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. My pillow right now has an amazing deal for you: of Dream Sheets twenty nine ninety eight. Tons of color styles to choose from. Long staple cotton grown in an area of the uh, of the Mediterranean, right, right there between between the the, the you know the uh, Sahara Desert and 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 the Red Sea, and it's just this amazing cotton that is breathable, that is comfortable, that is cool, that you will love to sleep in. So soft. Feels like you're sleeping on a million bucks. Six-day money-back guarantee. One year. Limited warranty. Machine washable. Right now, get your Keys of Dream Sheets for $29.98, plus deep discounts on all other MyPillow products by going to MyPillow.com slash Benson. Use that code Benson to save. MyPillow.com slash Benson. Use code Benson. MyPillow.com Use code Benson. It's the Chad Benson show.
0: You're listening to the Chad Benson show.
2: Hamlin's number three on display around the league. And love for DeMar t-shirts seen nearly everywhere. Hamlin needed to be resuscitated on the field after a tackle one week ago tonight. His team, the Bills, took the field yesterday for the first time since his heart attack and scored on the opening kickoff. This is Storybook!
7: An opening kickoff return for DeMar
2: Hamlin. <laughs> Hamlin flashing his signature heart symbol, watching from his hospital bed. After the Bills' win over the Patriots, Hamlin tweeted the message, We all won, along with a link selling t-shirts saying all proceeds will benefit first responders and the Cincinnati hospital where he's recovering.
1: Yeah, fantastic uh, story. Bills won yesterday, but, uh, you know, he was tweeting before the game. He's, he, he's Facetime and Zoomed his teammates. Uh, his recovery is tremendous. Uh, probably going to get out of the hospital sooner rather than later. Just a good story, you know. I mean, if you think about six days ago, you know, Tuesday, people going to work, you know, coming back after, uh, you know, their time off, and it's time to, all right, face the new year and the whole nine yards. It was, you know, the talk around, quote-unquote, the water cooler, which was, my God, that guy almost died. And here we are six days now, seven days later, and the outlook is tremendous, and I and I continue to say this: there was no structural damage, and there is no gen, uh, you know uh, uh, genital heart issues. Meaning, it was just a hit that was a one in seven hundred gazillion. He will play again. He will play again. That's just my thought. Could be wrong, but I'm throwing it out there, saying I do believe that. If I am, you know, if he has not had any damage to the heart, there's nothing genetic about it, he'll play again. 323-538-2423. 3, 3, 3, at Chad Benson Show is your uh, Twitter your, your Insta and all of the other things. This weekend, it wrapped up CES. If you don't know what that is, that is a consumer electronics show. It's been shut down, really, for the last couple of years because of COVID. This is where all the gadgets come from. And finally, a hands-free toilet. What? hands
4: Sensors in the front that automatically lift that lid as you approach the toilet. So completely hands-free experience. When you walk up to it, it opens automatically. It's got a built-in bidet with a stainless steel wand and UV cleaning device that's different than some of the other options on the marketplace today.
1: So uh, you don't have to do anything now. I mean, that's how lazy we are. You don't have to do a thing. (laughs) Oh, uh, I got sick and tired of lifting that lid up. Screw it. We're done with this. Tell
4: me more. You'll never leave the lid up again. It's a completely touchless experience that closes and flushes automatically as you leave the bathroom. It also allows you to play music, streaming your music through your smart home device. You can play your favorite podcast, check the news. Maybe while you're getting ready in the morning, check your weather before you get out the door.
1: Yeah, got to go to the bathroom, guys, and uh, rock out on the turlet. (laughs) Because my toilet is uh, Bluetooth enabled. Oh, uh, oh, uh, what? Yeah, yeah. Tell me some other stuff at yes, It wasn't all about the, uh, the toilet that's hands-free.
4: Ever wish a device would let you know how ripe a fruit or vegetable is? It's at CES. Mario Snickers, head of one-third, a food waste prevention company, on their scanner. They pick the right avocado, which is good for guacamole today, or maybe good for guacamole in a couple of days, so you're not dis- disappointed when you get uh, at home and open that avocado. The device uses a cloud-based system with algorithms to interpret data tracked by a near-infrared laser. One-thirds named after the estimated amount of food wasted in the U.S wow so now
1: it'll tell me if my stuff's ripe or not any uh, this is just insane yeah that's what they've got they've got the uh, uh some of the other stuff that was out there i saw this so if you've not seen the suction cup tv it is pretty awesome and it is uh i don't know when it's going to come out sooner rather than later i'm hearing but it is – because a lot of these things, they are – this is where they bring their prototype. Some of them are ready for marketplace. But, you know, they want – some people are coming out here. They want to get a sense of, you know, what's what's the temperature for my awesome product, right? This is the real-life Shark Tank here. So the suction cup TV is awesome. It, it attaches anywhere. You can have a window, attach it there. I mean, you can attach it as long as it, it's flat, they can You can attach it to anything. The batteries, and it's completely wireless, so you charge it up. It's got batteries. Now, you can plug it in as well, but you can charge the whole thing up, and then you can just remove the wires. It's Bluetooth. It is insane, and the batteries last about a month. If you, on average, watch about six hours of TV a day.
4: <sighs>
1: yeah pretty crazy i gotta be honest with pretty amazing but pretty crazy and of course the baby uh the hands-free baby pram as we would say in england or the carriage or the stroller it cost a lot of money and i'm just like do we need that too again i said it last week how lazy are we well according to us very 323 2, 5, 3, 538 2423. At Chad Benson Show. your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program.
7: This is the Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show.
0: Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson.
1: Driving in this morning, it was weird. We have a silver alert. If you guys know what a silver alert is, that is a uh, that means somebody who's elderly, usually somebody with dementia, Alzheimer's, has uh, taken off, been lost, something like that, wandered off. But, and sometimes they're older and they have a car and they just take off and they put the silver alert up with the car they're looking for. Today I'm driving in. It says Red Harley. I thought, well, if you're going to go out, that's the style you should go out in. Grandpa's enjoying life. He doesn't know. Maybe he's joined a gang. You have no idea. Leave grandpa alone. Just saying. Horrible on Friday. So about Friday, oh, Really, a little bit earlier in the day, the the information was coming in very sketchy. You know, it's like, it's not sketchy, but just very, like, you know, sporadic. You you never know when stuff starts to happen. Breaking news scenario. Incredible. A six-year-old shot a teacher. A six-year-old. My daughter is four and a half. That means a year and a half older than her. Somebody thought it was a good idea to bring a gun to school and shot a teacher. And guess what? It wasn't an accident.
6: A six-year-old, you heard right, a six-year-old is in custody for allegedly shooting his teacher. Every parent's worst nightmare, gunfire in a classroom. It happened in Virginia when a student opened fire, injuring their teacher. Police say there was an altercation, and this was not an accident. Active shooter, they're lockdown I unknown where the shooter is at this time. Parents once again asking that haunting question. Is my child safe? My heart stopped. Um, I was freaking out, very nervous.
1: A six-year-old. A six-year-old. What in God's name is a six-year-old, A, doing with a gun, B, having that kind of hate and anger as to want to shoot a teacher? This time,
6: the gunman wasn't a man at all, but a six-year-old boy who'd allegedly shot and wounded a teacher on Friday afternoon.
7: This is not an accidental shooting.
6: According to police, the unidentified child armed with a handgun fired a single shot inside a first grade classroom at Richneck Elementary, sending the school of 550 students into lockdown in the city of Newport, News, Virginia.
7: This was not a a situation where we had a student going up or down the hall, actively firing. It was in a classroom. Yeah.
1: Again, and it goes back to, you know, we're going to ask the questions, uh, how to get the gun, where the parents, I mean, et cetera, et cetera. Some of the parents, by the way, are pissed that were there because they weren't even alerted. They only alerted a, a, a group of parents, not all of them. And, you know, that something had gone on inside of a classroom. And it is a six-year-old. A six-year-old.
7: Police said this was not an accidental shooting a six-year-old boy Somehow gets a gun, brings it into a first grade classroom, and then opens fire deliberately, police said, on a teacher. And thank goodness students were able to scatter and there was not more damage done. This teacher is being credited for telling kids to get out of the way.
1: Yeah, and and, and it goes back to why? What what happened? What would want a child to do this to a six-year-old? I had some beef with my teachers at no time to think I should shoot my teacher. I just thought, eh, you know, 45 minutes, I'll be out of here. Whatever. I got stuff to do. Just crazy. It is. It's, it's, it's surreal. It is surreal. Why wasn't the gun locked up? What's going to happen to the parents? What happens to the child? Did the child get the gun from the parents? Because all that being said, because originally I thought, well, did the child bring it for show and tell or something like that? We had a kid here in Arizona about three months ago, brought a gun to school. And never waved it, never took it out. He was eight, I think. And somebody saw it in the backpack. Another child saw it in the backpack, said something to a teacher, teacher then, so so so. He said he brought it because he believed he was going to be kidnapped on the way to school. I mean, I, I how, how do you get that? I don't know. Uh, Mom and Ted went overboard on stranger danger, but it goes back to where the hell did you get the gun? Same thing here. What did you think was going to happen? Where did you get the gun? You know, originally I thought, okay, did he bring it for show and tell? Did he take it out and just trying to show somebody? Teacher came over really quickly. The gun went off, and no, they said it was absolutely deliberate. And then it goes back to, did they get it from the kids, uh, the, from his parents? Did he was he at a friend's house and saw it there and grabbed it? I, I don't know.
7: Police haven't said what they're going to do. They haven't identified the child publicly. Virginia does not have a very strong law requiring firearms to be locked up the way other states say Massachusetts does. And there have been a number of states pushing not only for stricter laws about keeping firearms in the home, but actually holding parents accountable if a child uses an unsecured gun in the commission of a crime.
1: Yeah, Uh, absolutely. As it should be. You know, I mean, as 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 it should be, you know, what's the what, for those of you listening out there? Maybe it's a good time. You guys can chime in. You can text the program. Three, two, three, five, three, eight, twenty four, twenty three. And Chad Benson shows your Twitter tweet at us. It's it's a surreal situation. But here's a question, you know, because we, we were we were tossing this around. What's a good time to start teaching children? Gun safety, you know, for our kids. Uh, that range from four and a half uh, in the house to, you know, a 12-year-old and uh, a 14-year-old. Right now, it's, uh, you know, it's seem to be 14-year-old. We, 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 we talk about guns. We, first and foremost, we want, I mean, now, in saying that, they, they've shot before, not the little one yet. Uh, we, we want them to understand that, you know, what comes out of this thing is life and death. And should never be pointed at somebody unless it is absolutely necessary. It is something that can take a life. It is something that can save a life. It is something that can feed you. It is something that can protect you. It is something that can uh, that you can go as a sporting person and enjoy to shoot. It is a lot of things. But the number one thing is it is serious and real. Trying to take the stigma away from it. As well as add to the fact how serious, literally deadly serious, it can be. But that child, my goodness. And the parents, hold them accountable 100%. If it came from them and it was just laying there. And they went and he went and he picked it up and he took it in. Then yes, you hold them accountable. Now if you got it somewhere else, well then how can you hold them accountable? I don't know, but still the thought of a six-year-old shooting a teacher is insane. 323 2, 5, 3, 538 2423 at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the things that are the other things of the other things. Ah, back to the Speaker of the House. We've got one. What will he do? What won't he do? Some of the stuff, you know, we'll see. I mean, I like. You know, everybody got mad at the at the twelve ding-dongs. The twenty ding-dongs would end up again. it wasn't really twenty ding-dongs. I joke about that, but yeah, the reality is, is there were several holdouts that you know, the Boberts, the Getz's of the world. How he won with two hundred sixteen? Somebody just texted me and asked, Chad, how did he win with only two hundred sixteen? I thought he needed two eighteen. He needs a a certain majority of voting for him, right? But six of them voted present so they didn't vote at all they just said they were there so every time that one of those you know votes goes in the president or whatever it it lowers the threshold of what he needs to have the power inside of the house he's got the gavel but can he get anything done that's the big thing and what will he get
3: done let me be very clear we will use the power of the purse and the power of the subpoena to get the job done. Okay, what job is it that you're looking for? That's what I want to know. We will hold the swamp accountable from the withdrawal of Afghanistan to the origins of COVID and to the weaponization of the FBI.
1: Okay. All right. The origins of COVID, I think it's a fair question. The weaponization of the FBI, uh, you know, that's a, that's a very big right talking point. Uh, but... You know, some of the other stuff that's out there, we'll see. I'd like to see what they're going to do with media and tech, because I think it's vastly, you know, underreported that, uh, uh, you know, that that, you know, many of these these organizations were essentially being egged on by people within, you know, the government to shh people. And that is insane. That is insane. The origins of COVID, it's a fair conversation. Let's have a conversation about that. One of those things that goes along with being quieted when it comes to the, uh, you know, to the media was what? Yeah, that nightmare of people on Twitter going, I think it came from a lab in Wuhan. It's like, ah, it's disinformation. We're shutting your account. And we got a lot of that. We got that. It was frustrating. It's false. How do you know it's false? How do you know it's false? Well, they don't. They're just taking a guess, but it went against the narrative that they didn't want to have out there. 323-538-2423, 3, 3, 3, at Chad Benson show. Your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the other things, ruffgreens.com slash Chad, roughgreens.com slash Chad. How about something for free that is going to help your dog and potentially your pocketbook? It is canine Vitus Smart from Rough Greens. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all this incredible stuff in this little package that you sprinkle on top of your dog's food and brings your dog's food to life. Your dog's food is meant to be shelf stable. It's not meant to be healthy, fresh, and living. It's shelf stable. It's supposed to be on a shelf for a while. That's where Rough Greens comes in. It's going to bring all of that stuff up out of your dog's food and really help your dog and add to it as well, which is amazing. Your dog will love the taste and you'll love what it can do for them. Better energy, better digestive tract, no allergies. It's really going to help with their skin and aches, pains, joints, all of that stuff. You watch what happens. Right now, they want to send you a bag for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. That's it. Simple, easy. RUFFGreens.com slash chat, RoughGreens.com slash chat, RoughGreens.com slash chat. Chad Benson Show.
0: The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. <laughs>
1: That's a local musician named Paul Wayne, Jacksonville on Saturday night. The Titans and the Jags. Jags are in the playoffs. We'll talk about that in a second. But that guy right there, if you've not seen it, not since Jimi Hendrix, have you seen a guy rock something? He's a local musician. I mean, it looks like he's like, hey, this guy is like, he's the guy that goes to rock camp. He's got all the talent in the world. I mean, he was ridiculous. Had a guitar made special for it. It was amazing, and it was interesting too. Because you know they did the thing with you know Tamar Hamlin before that. Then they said, "Will you stand?" and and uh, you know, please rise for the national anthem. Local musician, and you know this guy comes out, Paul Wayne. And the minute he gets into like his second or third, you start to see, you know the guys are all standing there on the sidelines, and some of them have their head down, they're praying or whatever. They're like eyes, ah, like Whoa? oh. That guy rocked it, baby. Rocked it indeed. Speaking of football, we'll get to playoffs, which coming up this weekend, so starting from Saturday to Monday next week, is arguably like the best weekend in sports in America. We'll talk about that. But tonight,
2: let's not forget, still a college football game out there. Georgia entered the college football season coming off of a national title. TCU was picked to finish 7th, in its own conference. These two teams meet tonight for the college football playoff title in Los Angeles, and TCU quarterback Max Duggan says dismiss his horned frogs at your own risk. I I think a great thing about our guys and this program is that we've never listened to anything outside of our, our walls or anything outside of our program. We see ourselves how how we see ourselves. Georgia's trying to become the first team in more than a decade to repeat as national champions. Big. So tonight, the
1: Horn Frogs played just a ridiculous game to beat Michigan in the Fiesta Bowl, and then you had what took place with uh, you know fifty-yard field goal miss uh, last week, Ohio State, and Bennett leads his his, his uh, you know his Georgia Bulldogs into second consecutive national championship game. They're heavy favorites, but TCU is that team that just keeps going. They were they were supposed to be 7th and we love underdogs in America and these guys are those guys. These guys are those underdogs. They're not a Power 5 conference They're not a team that's supposed to be very, very good. They're supposed to be midland to average. They're supposed to be playing in nobody cares bowl, right? That's where they're supposed to be playing, in the oh-my-god-nobody-cares bowl. But lo and behold, here they are, led by Sonny Dykes. This team is fun to watch. They put up points, should be fun. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what takes place. You know, the, here's the last several years. They've been in the Swack the whack, the uh, the USA Conference, the Mountain West, and now the Big Twelve. Like, because everybody flips around, but still, this was not that team. And here they are. So it'll be interesting tonight uh, to see what goes on there. We'll talk a bit about that. Uh, just, it's going to be really cool if they were able to pull off a victory. That would be huge, huge, huge. To me, though, I'm going to say it right now. I have a sense, a feeling, and understanding of college football. And I love an any given day kind of thing. I just look at Georgia and they're just, they're a powerhouse. They are a powerhouse. So it'll be interesting to see tonight. I have a feeling Georgia's going to win this one. I think they start to pull away. If the, the longer it stays close, right? So you get into that third, late third quarter, early fourth, and it's tight that's TCU's use up. They're not going to run away with it. The other side of things, if Georgia gets up a couple points early, a couple, you know, you know, 10 points, 14 points it forces them to do stuff they don't like. That's when the game gets a little sideways and you can see it. I have a feeling tonight, 38-28 kind of win for Georgia. Speaking of winning, You should
4: probably run. First weekend of 2023 and the first box office hit of the year. I won't
0: let anything harm you.
4: As Megan pulled past projections with a better than expected $30 million take, thanks to its viral buzz and solid reviews. This... Is where we make stand but the murder doll not enough to fend off avatar the way of water for the number one slot taking in another 45 million notching it past the 500 million dollar mark in north america and becoming the seventh highest grossing movie of all time with 1.7 billion globally
1: he knows it's going to get to 2.5 ish. Uh, apparently, he at number three, now four and five potentially on the way. I don't know. We're running. They're just doing all the elements that so we're doing now. So we've done, uh, now we've got to do air. So we've done earth, water, air. And then how do they do fire? And then bring it all together. Megan, I did not see. We were going to go see it, but we didn't see it. I'm going to go see it sometimes this week. My uncle saw it, said absolutely awesome. Campy, fun, scary all the things and yes the doll is creepier than you can imagine solid fun show today as always you guys have a blessed rest of your day uh reach out to us on social media at chad benson show your instagram your twitter chad benson show on
0: facebook have a good one we'll do it tomorrow night night jack this is the chad benson show